Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This week's episode of the GZ Chop Shop is sponsored by Soulbound Leather, your one-stop shop for all your custom leatherworking needs. Ranging from sheets, deck boxes, apparel, gaming grips, and travel bags, everything is handcrafted and beautifully designed to guarantee your 100% satisfaction. Check them out at soulboundleather.com and follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at soulboundleather. You can also catch them live at twitch.tv forward slash soulboundleather. And now, to the show. You are now locked in to the GZ Chop Shop. What is up, everybody? It's another week of your favorite podcast, the GZ Chop Shop. Guys, we have a freaking amazing episode planned for you this week. The lineup is just, it's jam-packed. I'm not even going to do a cheesy intro. I'm not even going, because this is too good. So we're just going to get into it. We're going to get right into it. And I'm just going to start with this. Disney. Everybody would start. What the fuck have you been doing with Star Wars? Oh, this is a this valid is where question. We're going. This is a question. Okay. <laughs> this is a question yeah. that I'm sure we're a lot of fans have, and we're just going to we're just getting into it. We're just getting into it. So, so the big do you blame reveal. Disney or do you blame the director? Because how I understood it, it was more the director sent this and wrote that story for the Mandalorian or no 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 no. No, for the no, no. Mandalorian uh, the, still the, the going strong. Movies. I'm very excited for season yeah. two of that. Sasha Banks. Yeah, you know I'm, how it I'm is. waiting for that. No, um, <laughs> it sounded more like J.J. Abrams wrote that and was like, "This is how I intended it." The fuck. So I didn't uh, particularly hate the last Star Wars movie. I thought the ending was weird. I thought that the twist. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, before you say it. What? Have we all seen the movie? I have, but I don't. Well, bullet I have, but I don't recall it. Oh, Jesus. I think it was a forget. I think it was a forget. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, just because. Yep. Just because you've been hit in the head too many times. And if you haven't seen the newest Star Wars movie, Spoiler alert, I guess. It's been out for months. <laughs> if I haven't uh, seen it, it's my fault. But is yeah. it out on DVD? I, I totally yeah, if, if you haven't seen it yet, you either don't want to see it or, uh, you know, I don't I don't know. <laughs> but until the last couple minutes of the movie, I, I, thought, uh, I thought that I was totally fine with it. And even the ending didn't bother me that much because... My wife and I still had a good time. We went and saw it on Christmas Day, and we had a lot of fun. And at the end of the day, I can't take anything away from it. Now, what I'm reading here, I don't know who wants to break this. Me, I'll rip the Band-Aid off. But I don't... 
I don't. I don't. I don't I fucking say, yeah, we gotta, get it. We gotta. We gotta bring it back. We gotta give a little context. And I'm pretty sure some of the, the listeners are confused on what we're even talking about. But I'm just gonna do it so that these guys don't have to do it. Big spoiler alert. Psh, there you go. Spoiler warning. If you haven't la, seen the movie, la, 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 shame la, on you. La, 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 la. Fast forward about. 20, 20 minutes in and then you you won't get the movie spoiled. Alright, last chance spoiler alert. Here we go. So for those of you who do not know or you should know at this point, Ray is a descendant of Emperor Palpatine, the big bad in the last movie. So what fans are in an outrage about is how it went from, you know, just her being an offspring of Emperor Palpatine and the way the movie left it her being almost a direct descendant to now with the novelization coming out that she's not technically a direct direct descendant but the descendant of a failed clone of his that was meant to hold his consciousness from the end of episode six when he got thrown into the thing and he was trying to force his conscience into one of his clone bodies however one of the bodies could not hold his consciousness it was deemed useless and not powerful enough to hold his consciousness and uh, that is ray's actual father the failed clone was able to go out start a family and that is how Ray came to be. She is pretty much the offspring of a failed clone of Emperor Palpatine, which, in my opinion, just becomes a very mucky, mucky mess. So, and I'm gonna shoot him bail. Really weird. Slight bail. I find the whole reveal stupid to begin with, but I will shoot a slight amount of bail. Bro, George Lucas made Anakin Skywalker fucking the Force Jesus. Remember, true. Anakin, um, Anakin was born yeah. through the Force. He did not have a father. He was literally an accumulation of the Force going into his mother, making his mother pregnant one day, and then ta-da, baby Anakin. Should have just made him Jesus, Jesus Skywalker. I mean, that's pretty much what he was supposed to be. And then he got tempted by darkness, I became mean, Lucifer incarnate, and then <laughs> went to all the but, other shit. <laughs> but when you think about it, Star Wars didn't, in the beginning, the original three did not hesitate to hide their somewhat Bible-ish references. Because even in the original three, they, you know, they kind of hinted to how Vader came to be. And then in the very first movie before episode two and three, they didn't they didn't really try to shy away. Like, you know, they're, they're saying, hey, you know, there's a correlation here to the Bible. There's 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 stories of the Bible here that. that we're making a sci-fi version of. And I get that. um I get the correlation with the Bible. The, the only part I'm getting at though is for us to sit here and say, oh God, we're pissed about fucking failed cloning, da 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 a slight bit of bell. This ain't the first time Star Wars pulled some bullshit. Snap. And it's not gonna True. be the last time. Uh, I think I think what what people are more frustrated of and where they feel betrayed is Ever since The Force Awakens, uh, there was all this, who's the the parents? Who's the parents? And there was so much hype and so much buildup. Um, and if you're a gamer, this happens to you a lot with a lot of these failed games that come out. There's so much hype, so much buildup that... Uh, wow. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. I guess you could go with that, too. All right. <laughs> just, you just get so built up just to be let down. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, it's this it's this 
big stepping they, they built this stairway to what everyone was trying to speculate and and if there's anything star trek uh star wars they have some of the deepest <laughs> lore that just expands beyond their books and their movies so you took this entire fan base and you gave them this carrot that they don't even know like you know where the carrot was leading and they were just like okay well we're just going to keep following this trail and eventually you know we'll we'll get this big thing and then what was it uh the last jedi drops and then all of a sudden they're like all right we're gonna learn something and then all of it was was your parents were nothing they were nobody it was they like, were not important they didn't know what they there yeah, they were not important and it felt like they were just trying to build continuity to connect to that to prove that her parents were nobodies and were nothing by having him be a failed clone but still give that little bit of a oomph by having the clone be a clone of the big bad which was Emperor Palpatine which to this day is still probably one of the favorite big bads the whole fact of Palpatine coming back right so in the original series everything else right they made a whole big ordeal of Vader being the one to kill fucking Palpatine to restore balance. Okay. Then you turn around, you make the very new series. You're saying, hey, the Empire is dead. It's the First Order now. You barely get shit from the First Order though, right? They're pretty much, it's a group of people that have a hard-on for Vader trying to become the Empire. Right? And then the fucking final movie comes about and now we have a movie that pretty much said ha 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 jokes on you bitch y'all were the empire mm-hmm. I was pulling strings this whole time Vader couldn't kill me eat my dick bitches <laughs> that was Palpatine <laughs> that was, yeah. and I'm sorry if you are yeah. a Star Wars fan if you can sit here and have that conversation <laughs> with me and say nah that was not the point I'm just summing this up as blatant as possible Basically, what they did is they were trying to fix episode 8. They made episode 9, but they didn't know how to make episode 9. So they made episode 9 like how they made episode 6 and tried to keep episode 9 intact. Yeah, and what made it worse is they unraveled. So I think what really is driving fans up the wall and they killed fucking Skywalker vocalizing it. They killed the whole Skywalker, the Skywalker line has been line. killed off. Yeah, they killed the Skywalker. Basically, if you look at it in retrospect, Palpatine won. Palpatine won. won, but he he was his own worst enemy. It wasn't mm-hmm. the Skywalkers that defeated him. He defeated himself. Yep. He started the problem. He became his own problem, and he killed himself. And now people, you know, they're pricing like like wait wait what are you talking about, Tachi? Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Well, if you think about it, the original prophecy said that. You know, Anakin Skywalker, aka Darth Vader, would restore balance to the Force, which at the time of the original movies he had, before the whole continuity started getting messed up, and then before you know, Lucas just got all me. off the tracks. <laughs> yeah, before it, before it got all weird, you know, the, the prophecy was there before but, he got divorced. <laughs> yeah, but but the next three movies. Uh-huh. The last three movies, because his first wife was the one who was doing a lot of the editing of the original, which probably explains uh, why they were white. Good. <laughs> yeah, so he had somebody keeping him in check, keeping him yeah. time. It was his first wife. And then wife. he made the and then prequels, right? 
I'm not a hater of the prequels, right? There are certain aspects of the prequels I'm like, ah, nah, fuck you. Never again. Never again. I can't stand episode two. A lot of people can. Because it just fucking... Because it just fucking drags. It's a, a jumbled, long, fucking long. elongated mess. That's why the end. The first 15 minutes are good, and the last 15 minutes are good, and everything in between is like, what the fuck Clone is going Wars on? Clone Wars works better you know, as the like, animated series that it is right now. Clone Wars, the animated series, is the perfect way that it worked out. Right? Then episode three comes about. And episode three. Did good and bad. At I actually the same liked time, episode three in my mind. I didn't hate episode three. The reason I feel it, I thought right. it was all right. And the reason I hate episode three, the only reason I hate episode three, is Padme's death. That's truly the only reason I hate episode three, because we knew Anakin was going to become Vader. I mean, nobody should kill a Natalie Port. Touche. But, but we we knew <laughs> we knew Anakin was going to go evil. We knew Padme was going to die. We just didn't know how. And we knew Obi-Wan was going to be the middle of all this trauma. To find out that Padme... Y'all want the joke side or y'all want me to be serious? Take your pick. Both. Which she died of a broken heart. (laughs) Oh no, joke side was going to (laughs) be... She died because she lost the good dick. Wow. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Joke side was the, the, the good thing was gone. And she couldn't live without the, the one line in the movie that stuck out the most Anakin, you're breaking my heart. Yeah, exactly. So it's like. Then, yeah, and then she dies. Like, to me, in my brain, I always thought Padme died in like some kind of fucked up betrayal kind of moment. Not brokenheartedness, but like, oh, I just had the twins and my husband went crazy and killed me. Or, oh, I just had the twins and somebody uh, did something. I mean, technically, that did happen. I mean, he it came in with no, the no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he went younglings on her I ass. Mean, <laughs> yeah. And, well, I mean, you could you could also argue he did kind of kill her because he did force choke the shit out of her while she was carrying his maybe, children. Maybe she liked that. So maybe that probably weakened her body. I didn't say it. I didn't say yeah, it. I didn't body say may it. not have been it. able to handle it. Listen, I didn't say it. And that's all I'm going to say. That was not burned. <laughs> For once in my life, that was not burned. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. But You're a fucked up man, Bullet Sponge. No. So it was like, I, hey, we had all this build up just to find out Padme died of a broken heart, right? All right, cool. I kind of understand that, but I kind of don't understand that because that relationship is super fucking creepy when you think about it. Because Anakin's like 10 years younger than Padme. I was going to say, like, he was like eight when they, they, they met. met. And she was a teenager. She was a well grown so the, teenager. This is where they screwed themselves over it's well, because Natalie of who Portman they cast. Was also like thirty years old. Yeah, I was gonna say was it's who they. It's Natalie Portman and Keira Knightley when they cast them two together in that movie. They but she up. was twelve. Keira Knightley was twelve. No, she wasn't. No, there was an article I looked at. Is yeah, she was a kid. She was a kid. There's an art. Hold on, hold on. Hold I gotta on. find it because I read no. it. And I was like, there's no way that is right. Where was it? 
She was she was really young because she said she couldn't remember a lot because she kept falling asleep in the chair because the headpiece was so doggone heavy. I remember Kira Knightley <laughs> being like mm, 16, maybe 17. Not that young. Yep. Hold on, I gotta I gotta find the article because I had to read it again. I was, was like, 34. there is no fuck. She might have been like 14. Holy shit! <laughs> All right. Yeah. So she was. She wasn't that much older than she wasn't that much older because by the story she's he was ten right now. So at most there was a four. Yeah. So it. So how old was I? Because she's got three years on me. So yeah, she was like. Yeah, she wasn't that. Yeah, she wasn't as old as we think she was because well, she, she was fourteen. Because I was eleven when that movie four, came. Out. So, okay, ooh. so yeah, so she was like, yes. okay, so so that was two years off. So yeah, so she none of those. Uh, she wasn't as old as everyone you know thought she was. And mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, yeah, was was older. And I think everybody was basing she it was, off of that, basing it off yeah. the fact of Natalie Portman knowing her age, and then the kid who was playing Anakin at the time. But in reality, for the story, they weren't that far apart in age. At most. Four okay. years. Oh, fair enough. Still, my mind thinks back to Natalie yeah. Portman versus the kid. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's kind of fucking creepy because she was like <laughs> almost 20 when that movie came out. Yeah. It, it was oh, yeah. just probably not saying that her. This article came out yesterday that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that I was. Yeah. Yeah. With the Carrie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Because, uh,. I'm, I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, okay, so it, it wasn't, and I'm not saying Natalie Portman did a bad job as uh, Queen Amidala, not at all. I'm just saying it was probably a bad casting choice because of what their ages they were trying to say all the characters were at. It, it was just, you know, it, it's like Ian McGregor and Hayden Christensen in episodes two and three, you got to realize Obi, Obi-Wan was much older than you know, Hayden, Anakin, you know, the Anakin at the time, you just let the man grow a facial like beard and he looks years apart. Or some <laughs> shit like that, right? Yeah. 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 Cause Natalie Portman's 38, Kara Knightley's 34. So there's like a four year. There's a four year gap. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, everyone was looking at it from, Hey, I remember when you did the movie and you were, <laughs> that was a while ago. This is a little you awkward. You were an adult and he was but not looking boy. at it from the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were looking at it from the story standpoint. Uh, but yeah, um, I still personally feel that blowing up the whole original shit, I'll say all original six movies, they, they're, their whole prophecy out the window. They completely made, this is why I'm a little frustrated. They've made Vader and everything he went through irrelevant. Yes. Totally I irrelevant. Everything he agree. went through everything Luke went through, every everything everybody went through became completely irrelevant. Nothing got solved at all. No. So it's, it's kind of like, well, the then the force. With those movies. Yeah. You completely unbalanced this shit. Yeah. Because now... And I think that's secretly I'm sorry what to say, about. you have somebody that is legitimately prone to darkness. Fuck whatever you're going to say. If you go base that off the lore... You have someone that's naturally prone to darkness. As the only Jedi left alive. As the only one. And just because she took the name Skywalker, no, no, no. What is in her blood? Like, she's a Palpatine. You might have took the name (laughs) Skywalker, but 
<laughs> you ain't no fucking Skywalker. <laughs> right. You ain't no Skywalker. I hope that they make another three movies where Rey becomes a god and rules over, like, the Earth. And I mean... Secretly, like, we all know that Luke has been spreading that seed around the world for, like... Ever. You know, well, the shit. last 30 he, years. He just walks into, and then, he walks into a fucking cantina <laughs> and just like, hey, bitches, I'm the only fucking Jedi left alive. Okay, yeah, exactly, and and you no know that found. that uh, that Luke been been like just been like smashing dive bars for like the last like forty years. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> just, just fucking force dropping panties. Sure. <laughs> wow. Oh, so force dropping panties was the one that made you say wow, but melt. <laughs> Mount Fountain was the one that no, made I was you trying to maintain head. composure. I was trying so hard to just maintain exactly. composure, and Force I was just like, "Dropping panties, please, I love just, it. Please just let us get by this. Please just let us get by this." And then here comes Bullet Force Drop Panties. I'm just like, "Well, wait." You know, before the podcast, we were talking about Bullet Sponge and his lack of contribution to this oh, podcast. Joy. What, uh, what little I provide. Remember, he said the one-liners. <laughs> well, there's his, there's his one for the podcast. This is his little zinger. Perfect. All right, good job. You, you keep your job for another week. There, one fun. more week. He gets. You're not going to be replaced by your nine-year-old niece yet. Seven. <laughs> she, she, oh, that oh, makes seven. it worse. Sorry, she's seven. <laughs> so, shall we? Dude, move you're you're, you're going to lose your not, job. Not even, not even my niece. That's a, that was my. Uh, Quit incriminating yourself. Mm-hmm. Quit incriminating yourself. That's all I'm gonna say. So, are we moving right. forward? So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Yes, we're gonna move forward. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna change. Let me introduce here. this one because Ooh, uh, the medical side of it uh-oh. also intrigues me. Uh-oh. So, for everybody that sit here, was sitting there and said, "Oh my God, if little Timmy plays a violent video game, he's gonna shoot up at school." Oh no. The APA, the American Psychological Association, right? There are those individuals that run psychological testing on multiple avenues and facets, right? So gun control and the links to gun control and fucking your mind and all that shit, they're a part of that, right? They have deemed there is no link between video game violence and real violence, a.k.a. if little Timmy down the street likes playing Doom on a Saturday night with a blunt, he is probably not going to go around with a sawn-off shotgun and blow someone's fucking kneecaps off. Or take a chainsaw and leatherface someone's fucking insides to his outsides. What? Little Joanne is not going to take what she learned from Mortal Kombat and rip someone's spleen out of their ass. Look, I was going to say, look at some of the games that we played growing up. Fucking Mortal Kombat, Grand Theft Auto... Fucking uh, manhunt. It's like, yeah, all of us are fine. Manhunt. I mean, we have our own rage issues, but we're all in the fucking navy. So, so that also. Like, <laughs> I mean, my rage issues stem from before that, but eh. <laughs> that's not from video this games. Been a it's topic, not from video like, games. This has been a topic in video game history for a long time. Basically, pretty much since Columbine. Yeah. Uh, well, Columbine. so Columbine was popular because like in their video uh, journals that they were making leading up to the actual shootings at Columbine they made some references to Doom where they said this is going to be exactly yep. like Doom 
because Doom was the most popular game in the world at that time. Um, but I even wrote a paper on this in college, you know, 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago, probably closer to 15 because it was my freshman year of college. But the APA has been saying this for generations and years and years and years and years and years. And there's never been any correlation between the two. Uh, You know, there might be some overlap, but that's because there's millions of people that play shooters. But it's nothing new. And, you know, it's, it's like even back in the... 90s when you know like I Joe there's there's great video of it when the video game industry was uh, being held accountable by Congress because at the time there was no ESRB system oh at Mortal all. Kombat uh, Sega kind of had their so and and the the big games that they were talking about were Mortal Kombat Night Trap <laughs> that disgusting on, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even yeah, remember that one. And, uh, and one of the light gun Good. shooters. Wasn't I it Time Crisis? Which one it was. It, no, it wasn't Time Crisis. It was... Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. But it was one of the light gun shooter games. And, like, Senator Joe Lieberman's up there, like, holding the, like, blue revolver that you use for the game. And he's like... Now this looks like a real gun, and this looks like real violence, and it's going to encourage our kids. And you know, it, there was just like a whole thing. But and then basically at the end of it, that's how we ended up getting the ESRB because basically Congress said uh, regulate the video game industry, or we're going to regulate it for yep. you. And that's how you got the uh, system that you right. have today. Mortal, Quick Mortal Kombat being <laughs> one of the first or the first rated mature games. Night Trap, for those of you that don't know what Night yeah. Trap is, so, it was a very mind-blowing game about a vampire stalking a bunch of, how old were they, like 16-year-old girls or some shit like that? Yeah, I've yeah, never was, actually played it. Uh, it was a it video has game more s- slasher simulator it, it kind weird. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was basically like a very early kind of like a choose your own adventure type of game. Yeah. Uh, one of the it, it was more or less made to show that the uh, Sega Saturn could produce could show yeah. video. Uh, <laughs> more than anything else, uh, you know, it, it it's it doesn't hold up well at all from what I've seen of it. I've never played it because I don't own a Sega Saturn. Uh, you didn't miss much <laughs> because what? you didn't miss much with the Saturn. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, well, the whole release of the Saturn was a completely different oh, yeah. nightmare. You know, they didn't even. They didn't even announce the Sega Saturn until the day before the Sega Saturn could actually came out, and it took all retailers by surprise when the next morning they were getting like all these shipments of Sega Saturns and they had no place to put them. Like they didn't even have like what the shit is this? No, because like imagine like Best Buy not knowing that the Nintendo Switch was going to come out when the Nintendo Switch came out. They had and then no it's shelf up to space them to sell them. Yeah, and then they're yeah. tr- sitting there trying to and sell this. They new had no item. shelf space. All the shelf, all the shelf space that they had was for the Sega Genesis and the Sega CD attachment, which had only come out just a couple months beforehand. 
It was. It's a. It's a total nightmare if you ever go back and look at the Sega oh, Saturn. Yeah. Everything. Saturn that they and did. the Dream. And then, of course, the PlayStation came out and just completely dominated it. Yeah, the earlier days of gaming were were a travesty in terms of pricing, uh, delivery, presentation. But you know, their mistakes and and all of that is why we're. In the state we're in right now uh, for current games, which have made a drastic improvement by far, for sure. Um, and I always used to love how, you know, they would be making these arguments like, oh, video games cause violence. And then they've never, they always danced around the question when people would go, okay, so what about these TV shows? And they would, oh, that's different. Uh, yeah. I fail to see how, because if, I, if anything, movies and TV shows have gotten way more violent <laughs> way more violent than they used to be like and even some of the shows from back in the day used to you know skim the line of like what was like cringeworthy um, oh yeah I think what I, I think what it is and this is and I will always say this because I strongly believe this it didn't come down to there, there, it wasn't worried about making our kid violent and, and all that stuff it came down to uh to, to, to money, basically. And the reason I'm going to say everything comes down to money. There's always money at, at the end of every tunnel. And the reason I say something like that big came down to money is because they were so focused on that industry. They were so focused on it. Of all the things that they could have picked up. Because you could say, okay, certain sports can make someone have violent tendencies. A boxer. A martial yeah. artist. Nobody was saying anything about that. That doesn't mean that that person leaves that tournament. They might be mad they lost, and they can go out and use their skills right. to whoop somebody's ass. There's nothing stopping them from doing that. But they were so focused on the video game industry because I think at the time they were afraid of it becoming the big boom that it is now. At the time, it was something new. It was something fresh. And some money was getting pulled from one place to somewhere else. I will... I kind of disagree it, with you on it's that. A, it's, a, it's, co- it's a competition. I will disagree with you on that, and the only reason I disagree with you on that is because how they did with the video game industry is how they did with the music industry in the 80s, right? So, to correlate these two together, the reason we have parental advisor stickers on music stems from the older Bush, George... No, Tipper Gore. Tipper it was Gore and Bush. Uh, Al Gore's wife. Yeah. So it was when Tipper, when Al Gore was a senator, uh, Tipper was like, you know, all the all the horrible music. But you're right. I think Bush, Bush got, got involved, involved because his daughter killer. was listening to Purple Rain. <laughs> it was actually Purple Rain that did this. His daughter was listening to Purple. Yep. What? His daughter was listening to Purple Rain and. Uh, his wife heard the lyrics of Purple Rain and did not agree with the lyrics of Purple Rain and was like, hey, this song is not meant for kids. How did you get the CD? And then that is when the whole witch hunt for parental advisory stickers first began because well, Prince is got, Purple Rain. You got, like, you got like NWA had their shit come out. Oh, that's, that's awesome. what I'm about to say. say this is a... This is a I'm I'm only going to yeah. skip it because this is a this is a rabbit hole in of its of itself because both examples and I'm just going to go straight in there, both examples are people of color, and one of those examples blatantly went out and was like, hey, we're not stupid, you know, 
fuck this um, in their music, calling out, you know, uh, we'll, we'll just say calling well, calling the, certain the, aspects in, in those, of society out. The genius that is Ice Cube. Right. Now, yeah. and in those Senate trial hearings, there were a lot of other people like Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister got pulled into him and D Snyder showed up to it it's actually a great video because D Snyder showed up in full twisted sister yes, he did. oh fuck yeah. like full full twisted sister dress with like shoulder pads on makeup. blue makeup on his face <coughs> teased his hair <laughs> all basically out basically the, the we're then, not gonna there take it some, video yeah yeah and then there's some people who showed up at those hearings who you wouldn't think would be like really really supportive of the industry like John Denver went to bat for freedom of speech and music. Like, the cleanest cut musician of all time, John Denver over here is uh, is, is standing up for Ice-T and N.W.A. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Good old... Yeah, so, good old folk singer John Denver. <laughs> Never would have guessed because, I mean, and, but and, it, it, and actually, there's some stuff around that because there was a time when people, when John Denver was actually looking to go to space with NASA, and a lot of people think that the reason that he didn't get to go was yep. because of that. I, I, I think John Denver in the air was a bad idea. No, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus, man. He got another singer you know, in there. I was actually. Oh, yeah. I was actually supposed to see John Denver uh, with my, my mom uh, when I was like eight years old, but instead of getting to go see John Denver, John Denver went down in the plane crash like six days before I was supposed to go to that concert. Yeah. 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 Old. Well, old uh, mother mother Rufus is a is a massive John Denver fan. Yeah. Yeah. But no. well, we, we've cracked the egg on this yeah. one. Video games don't cause <laughs> violence. Video games don't cause violence. If you're scared that a video game is that influential, honestly, this is my personal belief. If you feel that the video game or movie or whatever is that influential over your kid, then you might want to take a step back and see what you might be doing wrong. Because I played violent video games... And I knew that if I went out and did something stupid, my mom was going to whip my ass. So guess yeah, what I didn't do? Also, I didn't go out and do stupid. The numerous amount of copycat killings coming from movies. I'm not going to go deeper than that. Scream being a prime example. I mean, I think there's there's a lot of weird. And nobody's shit out there. arguing about movies. Shit, yeah, nobody is saying movies but, cause violence. And why is that? I don't know. I think that the world is just a fucked up place, but anyways, <laughs> I think what it is. If if we go into this any longer, we're it's not going to talk about it. Yeah, we go any further. I think but three out of the four of us is going to dig. It's going to so. Be on our next topic for this week, uh, I would like to introduce it because I wrote the outline, and it's video game scanning things that that. King Rufus doesn't understand. So that's all that I know about this topic. Oh, Jesus <laughs> That's exactly oh, what I put I in the outline. I put the outline and I was wondering what the yeah. fuck you were talking about and then I clicked the link. Is video game scanning things that King Rufus does not understand. 
this is something that somebody can else can talk done, about this yeah this is something that can be done really really quick uh if you're looking at basically the playstation the ps5 which has been trying to keep a lid on all of its specs most of its specs being leaks and everything and the xbox series x are trying to keep up with their uh PC competition. Uh, I think last year, honestly, the end of last year, the PCs pretty much said, hey, we got ray tracing now. Like, you want super duper sunlight that looks realistic in Minecraft? We got you covered. Um, And now, the PS5 and the Xbox Series S are saying, hey, we've got that too. So, basically, what they're saying is, you know, the graphics are going to be ridiculous, for one. Um, I think what was it hold on if i can look at it really quick the it's it's an amd chip the rdna2 graphics card yeah uh is apparently going to be in the system because a lot of people were thinking that sony was going to be using a little bit of older tech which is kind of their trend um not like on nintendo level but they usually stayed like maybe like one step behind and but with xbox putting out all the rumors and stuff yeah, everybody knew, hey, the Xbox Series X is trying to use all the next-gen stuff, next-gen stuff. Uh, but with them both coming out saying, hey, no, we're actually doing, you know, we're actually putting the AMD's RDNA 2 in our systems. We're going to have ray tracing uh, as well. Uh, it it shows that, like, you know, they they see the threat. They know PCs are a threat. And the way games are going, that makes PCs even a bigger threat. So if they can't keep up in technology... And they're going to be trying to sell these consoles at the same price. You could get a fully built PC, a basic gaming PC at that. You know, they, they had to step it up. They had to step it up because now we're getting into this era where there's 12 year olds who could probably build a PC from scratch now. That's the point we're at. <laughs> so they're going to know. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, yeah, I was at Best Buy and there was a kid. The kid was like no older than 14. And the guy from, you know, he was like, oh, you need help. And the kid was like, hey, you know, does it have this motherboard? Does it have this graphics card? Uh, can I overclock? And I was like, yo, this is shit that <laughs> I, I miss the days where I go to store N64, please. Boom. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Grab it well, off the I shelf. Think, You're I good. mean, the. The knowledge is so much more accessible now than oh, yeah. ever before. You know, I mean, you can you can Google anything and yeah. YouTube anything. And now you, you got know, like I've, I've said it before. Smartphones. So with, I mean, hey. Yeah, and like, and if, if you can't if you can't find it on YouTube on how to do it, it cannot be done. Uh, I am one hundred percent convinced of this. <laughs> Not uh, everything's gonna be on YouTube, bro. No, every literally everything I mean, is on yeah, YouTube. Almost okay? everything is on I YouTube. I would not be a college graduate without YouTube. And I am hundred okay. percent serious I about that. I will say this. <laughs> I, I will say this. Uh Burns Point is valid now because of COPPA and Article 13. So maybe mm-hmm. not everything will be on YouTube, especially with COPPA, because uh, and I'm just going to once again be realistic on it. COPPA was pretty much implemented to suppress channels from blowing up and making mass amounts of revenue by pretty much putting a lid on 90 percent of the typical things people do. Like even DIY videos, the guy, you know, the guy or girl could be showing you how to build something from scratch. And, you know, just like how we do in the in, in the show, they just might be like, you know, oh, if the shit doesn't work, just do this. And it's a simple word like that where COPPA comes in and goes, mm demonetize yeah you can't say that and it's like 
okay, basically, I can't yeah. use fifty percent of the English language. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it's absolutely wild, and like, there's even like something. I I don't want to get too far into Kappa, but like, uh, there's a there's a YouTuber that I watch who uh, basically forges his own weapons. Like he has a yeah, so like he forges mm. swords, swords and knives, knives and stuff makes makes giant crossbows stuff like that totally demonetized his entire really? channel yeah yeah, yeah and, violence Ooh, like, demonetized but the but the thing is is like in order for anybody especially a, a child to do what he does one you would have to be like the most neglected parent of all time right. uh, <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to be like Hey, little Timmy, why are you taking all... So, like, he does a lot of stuff with, like, wrenches and, like, old, you know, old tools and stuff like that. And, like, he's like, hey, why do you have a bag of wrenches, you know? And then why are you creating a brick forge in our backyard (laughs) (laughs) and heating it up to thousands of degrees? Like, Mm -hmm. there's just so much that would go into this that it's... It, but they completely demonetized him, and he has a couple million, or right around a million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, so that he's was, not that a was small channel by. It, so he's not a small channel by any right. means, you know. But uh, probably on the verge of making it a full time career because he wasn't getting a lot of sponsorships and things like that from the outside. So he was yeah. probably doing okay from just the ad revenue from YouTube, but. Yeah, he's totally demonetized now. That's a, so I'm just gonna say this, and then we can we can uh, go on a on a on a quick break. Um, okay. I'm just gonna say I am so sick of all these bigger companies or whatever they are, powers that be, saying all of this stuff is gonna brainwash and turn kids violent and all this other stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like it, literally, it's just a poor excuse for creator suppression. Because both the topics we covered are people that are creating something amazing that they just probably didn't think of, and they're trying to suppress it, basically. that That's what it is. And they're using kids as the sensitive excuse because they know most parents are going to follow behind that, like, wait, this can affect my child. Like, it's a viral outbreak, like like it's right. the coronavirus or something. Like, like they're using it, the fucking kids as a scapegoat. You know, I, I, yeah. I understand the idea of, like, hey, maybe we don't want our kids to have access to certain things. But to completely discredit what people are doing is a completely different uh, exactly, thing. And that's what they're doing. I'm not going to say my yeah. piece yeah. on this hey, because it's just going to go way too deep about it. I do think it's bullshit how demonetization is happening. Yeah, but I also and, think like disabling comments is a weird thing that YouTube has done. I don't. They've been doing that. that. I think that was to just so yeah, and they've moved in. I think that's to for like combat. videos that are aimed at kids. I guess they yeah completely that part turn new. them off. So, like they disable all the comments. I don't get that because like there's even like skateboarders that I watch, and because sometimes he has he features like younger skaters that are probably like you know 12 to 14 mm-hmm. you know like those videos all he has to shut all the comments down 
on like right away and so now it's just to the point where he just disables comments on all his videos because you never know who's going to show up in them exactly i was going to say so the comment part just, yeah i can get behind the comments part because the internet is a very scary place yes and people sometimes just want to be oh, a troll just 100%. for the sake of being a troll um, so, yeah, so the comment part the internet i can understand dark. that yeah but yeah, we're gonna pull out that rabbit hole yeah we're gonna pull out that hole right now uh we're also gonna take a very quick break don't go anywhere guys we will be right back Have you been thinking about starting your own podcast, but just not sure where to start? Well, look no further, because Anchor has you covered. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast and gives you everything you need in one place with ease of access from your phone or your computer. With awesome creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds amazing. But the best part? Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. That means stations like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more all while easily making money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. back everybody okay so moving on um and this one actually bugs me too because you guys know i i i I feel conspiracy with money at the end of every tunnel geforce has lost another developer they have lost 2k games and big surprise whispers on why so what was it not even just so pretty much every month since 2020 has started, they've lost a big developer. I think the very, f- who's the very first one they lost? Was it, it wasn't Beth- was it was, uh, Blizzard, no, yeah. Blizzard, Blizzard Activision. It was Blizzard Activision. The very first okay. one they lost, the big one they lost was Blizzard Activision. It wasn't until the following month that it came out that there was a big misunderstanding uh, between Activision and GeForce on how their content was going to be handled. So Activision just said, nope, we're out. Cool. Come, I believe it was February. Bethesda 
does the same thing, pulls out, but they make no comment on it. They don't say why. Once again, GeForce comes in, says, hey, there was a big misunderstanding on how the content was going to handle. We're going to try to work on getting their games back. And that's it. Both times, the reason for the pool came from GeForce's end. Bethesda hasn't said anything. Activision hasn't said anything. We are now in March, the third month in a row. And they lose another big developer with 2K. Those, and they had big, they had Borderlands 3, which is still a new title. That is a heavy hit. And once again, whispers. Um... What what what? This system you know, shouldn't I think have came out. That's the way it was trying to put itself out, right? They ru- I feel like they rushed the system to come out for streaming purposes, and they didn't expect someone to be like, "Oh nah, we don't trust you with our content. We don't trust how this is gonna work out." That's what I think happened, and now we're pretty much seeing all these big time developers saying. Nah, fuck that. You ain't gonna make us any revenue, so we're backing out. Yeah, and you know what? And it's and you're right because that was one of the things that came up before because they had what was it? I think they only have like two tiers. One of them is like a premium tier. The other one is a free tier. And some of those games were available on a, a free tier that they could, I guess, you know, they could play um, uh, for for free. And I'm WWE. feeling because of all these developers. Yeah, I mean, they had some big, they had some big titles on NBA there. NBA needed to be fucking free because they were fucking shit. Both of them. <laughs> well, there, were, there were three NBA 2K titles on, on GeForce but, uh, and WWE, but 2K, you know, I think other than the Borderlands series, which is, you know, they don't make a lot of great games. Uh, they're, they're very hit or NBA miss. 2K was... So NBA mm-hmm. 2K was a solid, solid basketball series for a while, and then I think they just got too comfortable. Because yeah. uh, 19 two- was okay, 20 sucked. Oh, I thought we were going it, back to when it was on Dreamcast. So, oh shit! So yeah, that was awesome back. Those oh, games yeah. are those games. Well, they're great. They're uh, really good. But up until even like, like NBA 12, 13, 14, even 15 was solid. But for the last like four or five years, the NBA 2K series is pretty much the exact same game year after year. So I I don't see this as like a huge loss other than like Borderlands, but I think it's more of an embarrassment for GeForce to be losing, you know, major <laughs> major developers, per, you know, left and month, right. Yeah. I, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, okay, so what do we have left for content? Uh, that's right. It's gonna be fucking yeah. done by like fucking September. Well, if you don't well, have like the biggest companies, you know, a lot of which are big publicly traded companies at this point, who are putting out tons of, of AAA titles, what are you gonna put on? Wait, <laughs> what are you gonna put on they're, your platform? They're gonna be fucking. The and they're gonna. They're, they're losing soon. They're losing well, even with well, indies. even even. Well, I was about to say because even with indies, because according to the the website polygon.com, uh, if you guys want to find the article, you can find it there. Uh, it says GeForce now offers free one hour trial sessions to anyone or a membership with unlimited game time that is free for ninety days, followed by four ninety nine per month for the next nine months. Real quick, right there, that four ninety nine a month probably didn't seem too appealing for these big developers because. They, they all want to cut of that pie, and if they're looking and they're seeing the subscriber list isn't matching what they want in cha-ching, 
they're gonna be like okay it's not worth our our game when we can just sell it for sixty dollars flat out and get that full full at, retail value at four ninety nine a month. You're giving away a lot of content. You're, right, you're sure. giving away a lot of content. Like and that's the games aren't even issue. sticking you're around. You're giving out free content. You're at this point. Yeah, your margins are going to be super slim. Uh, yeah, at four ninety nine a month. Yeah, you know it's going to take a a shit ton of subscribers. Which I'm guessing that GeForce doesn't. I don't know what how many they have, but that's mm. a massive amount of subscribers that you would need. At four ninety nine a month, in order yeah. for all those developers to be like to be hey, willing to this stick is around, in, in it. and yeah. I don't know how they're how the developers are paid. Are they paid by what games people are playing every week or every month? It almost it's need, probably a portion. Who knows what that deal looks like? You'd almost need like up in the upwards of tens of thousands of subscribers to keep them fucking big developers. Happy. Oh, you, and then to make it you, worse, this you is need a more system than tens that of thousands. people aren't you, you really need to be in the millions. forward to. You're not releasing your own content. You're getting with indies, but indies are already like, hey, how many people are going to be part of this and how are we going to get paid? I honestly, I don't see indies In really indies, wanting to fuck in, with that. In indie titles, let's, let's face it, they're a niche audience. That's why they're indie yep. titles. <laughs> Most indie titles nowadays they're, are games that previously came out that we loved and they resurface the format to make that game and be like hey look you love Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3 here's our game Streets of Calabasas you know I don't <laughs> I don't now, see I, I will but, say but also I don't see uh, go ahead I, I will say indies indies before because we're the generation where we know established developers indies do have more of an impact that they're almost getting to the point of being able to be on par with these big developers um, because their games are a lot more easy to access. Uh, and un until these you know, developers get super situated, they're more ded dedicated to their games. So people know when they invest in these indie developers, they're gonna get what they pay for. The thing is, uh, it it's a leap of faith on both fronts because you know, you're, you're putting you're putting faith that this game is going to become something amazing. And at the same time, this developer is putting faith that they're going to be able to make money off of this title. And even even some indie titles are, are you know, I think they're pulling out because what was it uh, Hinterland? Hinterland Studio said that they had their game, The Long Dark, pulled off of GeForce. So now you've got individual games starting to get pulled off because all of them are seeing no monet. I think all of them are seeing no monetary no revenue gain. coming for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you're and not making I, money, why are you gonna stay there? <laughs> yeah, and and you know it's kind of funny. Developer, I'm gone. If I'm not I making just, money, like I just thought of this because I say, okay, you guys know my deep love for Twitch, my deep love for it. Yeah, it's total sarcasm for all of you sunshine. listening. Don't know my sar my my sarcastic tone. Uh, GeForce with a four ninety with their four ninety nine, I'm pretty sure because they're gonna tell the developers, they're gonna tell these guys, hey, you're hosting we're hosting your game on our platform. They probably have a 50-50 split and the other fifty percent they div divvy up to all those developers. So they keep a big chunk. And I say they probably had they probably tried to do the Twitch thing and it backfired. Yeah. Severely. Oh fuck. Because yeah. that's that's the Twitch algorithm. Twitch says, Hey, we built yeah. this hub, we built this server you do the work, we take 50%. Yeah. 
and then I think that's but what probably happened with G Forces. Where why they they're fucked the only up ones. Is Activision doesn't need G Force money. G Force no. needs, needs, needs Activision. Needs the Activision. Activision money. They need yeah. the Activision money. And the fact that all of these developers, three completely different developers, are just pulled out and didn't say anything just makes me think more that it was just a bad business deal. Um. And they're like, look, we're not going to say shit. You can explain to your subscribers why our game is no longer available on that platform. And this kind of just comes full circle to like, you know, sub- subscription gaming is it's risky because it's just like a movie thing. Like if Netflix shuts down game or, rentals, and that's all it truly is. it's game rentals. It, it, mm-hmm. it's a it's game rental and then they, yeah. they already got your money it's not like they're going to issue refunds so you just spend what another five dollars to find another platform that has your game and then until their game gets pulled from there too like yeah uh, i'm not rough. taking an L, L. i don't know in a subscription service that's how um fucking the system was looking at it right hey these people spent a hundred well two hundred dollars from my system and they're spending 499 a month for these games these developers are like well fuck no what kind of kickback do we get if only uh-huh. say for instance only like a hundred thousand people buy the system right because let's be real here what's the benefit of having a system that only has subscription based gaming you have to be on the internet at all times, I was just right? thinking that yeah I was you just thinking you have that. to be on the internet at all times right how many people have stable enough internet I'm looking at you bullet to sustain shit like that. Yeah, Bullet, you remember what the fuck you used to have going on. I used to have bad internet. Now super, I don't. super trash. So, well, that's because I, I was staying at my this. sister's. I was at my sister's house. She didn't have internet because I mean, they only watched one Netflix on one TV at a time. That's all they needed. You know, and how internet goes it all depends on where you live in the country as yep. well like if you're in major metropolis in major metro areas like your internet's just generally going to be stronger if you're somewhere in bfe dakota like uh like bullet sponge over here hey you know it's going to be a little little more difficult why are you giving my location <laughs> i mean <laughs> you live in bumfuck nowhere he got the one tower for the whole Fargo. state let's just put it like that <laughs> So, you live in South Dakota. I don't... The only city I know in South Dakota is because Brock Lesnar is from there, and I know Sioux Falls, South oh, he's Dakota. Not even from, he's not even life. from Sioux Falls. His point, <laughs> exactly. That's where, they, that's where he's marketed from. Oh, yeah. The point, exactly. In Dakota. Is that the... Is that the closest major city, quote-unquote? Uh, no. Oh, it's the closest city to where he's from, yes. That's what ah, he just said, okay. man. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Bullet SpongeBob lives in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> but but so, it's pretty in case cool. you guys are wondering, yeah. If in case you guys are wondering, it's 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 not that he doesn't talk. It's just his service is always going in and out because he's in the middle of nowhere. So that's why he's always quiet. <laughs> we never know when his internet's just going to die on him. <laughs> hey, I have All pretty right, stable but, internet for where I'm at. Leave me alone. I love them internets. <laughs> <laughs> so, our last topic for the day. Woohoo! E3. Goddamn. We're all gonna die. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! So what nah. was what 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 was the most well, recent convention? Because that, uh, he's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So for those of you that I mean, you can't go to Antarctica. You're fucked. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm screwed, dude. I live in a major city. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed fucked. too. <laughs> and I live in the fattest but, city uh, in the United States. How fucked do you think I am? Ah, you'll be Congratulations. fine. Really you'll be fine? Really? But no, seriously. Um. The 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 coronavirus has made its presence very well known because what the uh, what's the convention that they just had shut down? It got canceled. The uh, which one? Which one? No. So well, we, no. eyes will be on TwitchCon if they haven't figured something out well, by September. Eyes Twi- will be on TwitchCon. TwitchCon Amsterdam got canceled. Twi- so, TwitchCon Insta- Amsterdam got canceled. The. Uh, there was another uh, big there's gaming a couple. convention that so got, of, There's a couple got that got canceled. There's yeah. a lot of conventions across the country, not even just video game related, that are being shut down South right by now. South by Southwest. The Arnold West. Classic, which is the... Uh, there it is. South by Southwest and the Game South by Southwest. Conference. 32 years in Austin, Texas, right? Not missed a single one in 32 years. Has always been in, in Austin, Texas, everything else like that. This is the first time they have not had South by Southwest. South by Southwest was supposed to happen in a week and a half or two weeks from now, right? It's a big music festival in March. It's pretty much any genre of music that you love, minus country, was involved with South by Southwest. Uh, I'm a huge music fan, so that's where my nerdy brain comes into play with that one. But this is the first time South by Southwest has not been put on. And the worry for a lot of people in the gaming community now is E3. Because E3 takes place where at? Los Angeles? It's in LA, yeah. LA has already shown signs of having the coronavirus there. There's been a couple of cases that's happened over there. I want to say it's about like five. But that's... Oh, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with E3. I don't know if they'll you know kind of have all this under control by the time that E3 comes around but I think you're gonna see a lot of I was honestly you know C2E2 ran here last week uh, there were there were no problems they didn't shut anything down but uh, you know I know uh, as far as just generalized uh, conventions and things the Arnold Classic which is the largest fitness expo in the uh, in the world uh, happen- is supposed to happen in Columbus, Ohio this weekend, and that is completely shut down. Uh, all the So there are some big athletic competitions that go down at the Arnold Classic, and they're still going to go on, but they're not going to have any spectators. Yeah. So the Arnold Classic bodybuilding competition, which is one of the top bodybuilding shows in the world uh, outside of the Mr. Olympia, they shut it down this weekend, and the, the competitors are going to be there, but there will be no fan access to that or at the Strongman Company, YouTube and fa- which is the other... YouTube and Facebook Live only. Well, no. Huh? Yep, yeah. YouTube and oh, Facebook so Live they said only. they were going to have YouTube for that yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, so th- they're just going to stream it, but there's not going to be actually be anybody any in the fans. Uh, Here's what trips me <laughs> out about Which corona, is wild. About the coronavirus. <laughs> The thing that a lot of people aren't realizing, the coronavirus is not some brand new virus that just came about or any shit like that. This is something that has been known about and has had been shown and displayed for a while. Uh, 
However, where the big blatant fucking black eye comes into play is that people were actually being killed from the coronavirus. Not in the same vein of how influenza was killing all people, but you still don't want a bunch of people with fevers and fucking shit in your fucking convention. And next thing you know, most convention centers in like medium-sized cities can hold up like 5,000, 10,000 people for a convention at a time. You don't want 10,000 people to be fucking sick and then spread that shit all across your city. Where I live, it's one of the central yeah. hubs for research for the coronavirus in the United States. I'm not going to say what city. Fuck out of here. <laughs> but, and even here, there's been six cases so far. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I say it's about a good, I want to say 70% that E3 will get canceled. What do you guys think? Yeah. I agree. I will. Hmm, let me yeah. change that. If they don't find like some kind of cure or some kind of deterrence to help with the coronavirus, it's going to get canceled. And that's like 70% of me saying that. Uh, if and I mean, by, you got to think of all the people that they would need to get that, you know, that medication too. That's oh, that's a massive amount of people, and they would have to. Do, and and even if E3 said, okay, cool, they found something we're on, there's still going to be so many people that, unless you know, this like walk to your local drugstore and hey, we'll give you the shot for free. You got all these people that are going to be bum rushing trying to get the shot, trying to get these travel arrangements. It would just nah. Be so the a way my twisted mess. brain works, I see it being hey, if you're coming here for E3. You need to be here a week ahead of time. We have the shots here. It's going to be part of your package. <laughs> get up. Be part of your package. Get a needle at the door. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's, gonna, that's just... Like, it's twisted. It's sounds. It's how I see that shit going. It's like, oh, you want to get in here? It's shot in the arm. There you go. But um, I would say 70% chance E3 gets canceled. Uh, right now, I'm still going to say 50-50 because September is a few, still a few months away. A lot of things can happen. Yeah. Uh, that's the next big convention everybody will have eyes on. If they haven't found any way to mitigate it, control it by September, one, we're probably going to be in Raccoon City status by then. Um, and two, <laughs> TwitchCon for sure isn't going to... If September rolls around and it's still in the same state, TwitchCon's going to... Yeah, they're they're probably yeah, going to be... they're going to be fuck out of here. Not. Speaking yeah, of, not gonna one be. little quick little tidbit, because I want to see Itachi's face when I say this. How you feel about Nemesis kicking in save points, bro? Fuck. <laughs> That's some bullshit, man. No. No. I'm not looking forward to that. That's so cool. So this wasn't what? in the timeline. No, I'm sorry, but I had to bring this up. So shit. for you Resident Evil fans, man. right? Just quick little tidbit. Nemesis is able to break into your save locations and chase your ass down. So if you they were playing, need to make Slick, sure that yeah, yeah. If you were playing like, like you me. did in Resident Evil Two, where you went into a save room to avoid Mister X, fuck out of here. Nemesis is after your ass. And guess what? Most save points only have one entrance. That's just hilarious. <laughs> so I'm so saying all I gotta say is, saying is you fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, 
they so here's my only thing, and this is the only thing I'm worried about, and I'm just gonna have faith that they've thought this through. Oh no, they because didn't. I've seen it happen on <laughs> I've seen it happen on Alien Isolation, where someone has been locked in an infinite loop of death that they had to actually start the game over because they saved it <laughs> and then, and then turned around and there's a xenomorph. Yeah. So oh, I'm just saying, please, Capcom, please, all I want is to not save it to turn around and every freaking time he comes Next. through the door. Here's to hoping that Itachi gets caught in instant loop Bruh. of death on stream. So here's how I see this. Oh just, so here's gosh. how I think, think they're gonna negate that. It's just it's just three hours of Itachi just oh, fucking <laughs> eat, 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 Hey bro, eat, I'm gonna just I'm gonna be hundred percent with you. The only way I see them negating this is they have I a two see controllers entry. being thrown they have across a the room. Save point, right? So you can enter in one door they and exit out of another door. But let's face facts. Most Resident yeah. Evil games is one way in, one way out to that save point. Or it's oh out in the fucking open. Oh my open. gosh. So, guard <laughs> your ass. And those me. rooms aren't big. I those know. rooms are not big by any and means. And Nemesis has a flamethrower too. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to my head. I'm going to be sitting here thinking I'm good. I'm going to forget. I'm going to be sitting there. I'm going to use my ink ribbon, save it. I'm good. And then I'm going to turn around. And, and then, I got you, bitch. <laughs> It's just going. All oh. you're going to hear is the sound Whoa. of face. Surprise, motherfucker. F- fuck the flame door. I forgot he had the fucking chain gun. Grapple? The minigun. Well, I he also has the grapple the that can. And he, yeah. Oh, cool. I'm trying to save him the whole time. It's actually going to be getting up. hooks up the ass. You're going to get hooked up the ass. Oh, my God. You won't feel like a fucking. Never mind. I can't Flamethrower. Yeah. You're going to be. Spiders. <laughs> minigun shorts. I'm, I'm not looking forward. Eating. Eaten by a giant frog. Yeah, it's gonna. Oh be yeah, great. they changed the frog too. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Is hey, it bad? I'm looking more forward to Resident Evil Eight than playing Three <laughs> for just sheer scare factor and just I'm fucked moments. Oh yeah, you super, <sighs> you super fucked. Cause they already said Nemesis is actually gonna be smarter in this game. And that they have an AI that adapts. <laughs> oh fuck! So they basically took the xenomorph probably idea because Mr. X. Once you figured out how he worked, you could kind of mess with him, like ring around the Rosie with the table. Now I'm feeling well, like they give you a dodge button say, in this game, so you'll be all right. <gasps> That's the other thing. They took away the items to save your own ass, so you can't yeah, knife the zombie the dodge anymore button. and move out the way, like in Resident Evil 2: The Remake. You don't have that anymore. You can only dodge. Man. Good luck. They, you know what it is? I'm, they I'm saw all in. these people flying. They wanted to make it so that people didn't fly to S rank like they did with Resident Evil 2. Once people figured out the mechanics of Resident Evil 2, you had people playing through the game, getting S rank, and not taking any damage. They just, within like the first month. So Capcom yeah. was like, oh, really? We got you. <laughs> we got you. And they basically adapt these games to all the challenges of gamers that just like I'm like uh-uh no I'm a casual gamer I ain't doing all the extra bullshit you realize how hard it was for me to just beat the game on hardcore no 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 I'm just a poor innocent little soul here please go easy on me ah but damn it Burn had to boy. say that for the end so I'm just a boy did I ruin right. your ending yeah you did you did you totally <laughs> you did. Threw, you threw him off his but, groove 
You threw me Deep off. Deep inside, so I off. I thought I put it in the timeline, like sent it to King Rufus to put it in the timeline, and it you sent it. But I don't think he added it to the timeline, which he has my thanks for. <laughs> oh no, I'm but, a dick. I'm gonna definitely bring that. Well, you guys, this is the this well, is, I wasn't this paying is, attention. I just heard my name, but <laughs> but before we get I out of here, I have got to not paying attention. I've got to do uh, I got to do some shout outs before I uh, before we get out of here today. So on Twitter, I put it. Oh, out yeah. That, you know, shout outs. That, uh, anybody who actually was paying attention to the tweet. So, guys, if you are not, make sure you follow us at the Jeezy Chop Shop. And you can follow me personally at Atachi2661 on Twitter. So anybody who liked and retweeted this tweet was going to get a shout out on the show. Um, so here we go. A uh, huge shout out to. Megan Rovey, Cherry Centaur, uh, some guy named Bullet Sponge or whatever. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking loser. <laughs> some some guy named Bullet Sponge. I don't know that. The Funny Honey, uh, E. Raymond, Boogie Jam, I Big Merm, TK, some other guy named Burn. I don't know. Softly Sapphire, <laughs> Real Dale, Real Dale Stars, J Bell, and last but not least, the one and only King Rufus. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank wait, you, wait, 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 wait. Thank you, everybody. But, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, I, was I was the first one to retweet that. Hold, hold, hold on, Atachi. Everybody got You're missing. A very very important shout out. I am. You forgot to shout out the podcast in the podcast because I know oh, that the podcastception <laughs> in podcast inception. Oh my gosh! And shouting out the GZ Chop Shop. Thank you so much for. Thank you. Re- tweeting Thank you. G- this is mind boggling. I'm not even going to stress myself <laughs> oh, trying wait. to explain no, this one. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did Sushi? I don't. I don't know. If she, I nope. don't think she retweeted it, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout her out anyway. Soulbound leather. It's Sushi. Sushi love. <laughs> oh, but anyway, thank you guys. I mean, I, 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 guys, my brain on a normal day-to-day routine is just super duper busy, so I, I do tend to forget things, but. That is the end of our episode. Told you guys this was going to be a jam-packed episode. We had a lot to cover. Uh, Guys, just want to let you guys know, hopefully by the time you all hear this, it will be up. We will have an official website for the podcast. It will be the GZChopShop.com. It will be the place to go to get your news. Even before we have the show, you can grab some of the articles. You can interact with us. You can see some of the things we're up to. It's going to have a lot of stuff. It's going to have highlights from past episodes, direct links to everything, including uh, my personal website, the Patreon page, Discord links, all of the stuff in one nice little place. Also, we're going to have a section in there called Friends of the Shop where you can find uh some of the people we're partnered with and get their information check out the stuff they do so it's going to be really great uh we're working on it it's almost finished it should be done 
within the coming week. So hopefully by the time you guys hear this podcast, you should be able to just go in there, check it out. Remember, it'll be the GZChopShop.com. Also, if you want to support the podcast, make sure to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Hitachi266. And you can find me on Mixer, mainly Mixer now, Mixer.com forward slash Hitachi266. But I am also still on Twitch as well at Twitch.tv forward slash Hitachi266. Guys, it's been a wonderful, wonderful episode. Y'all stay safe out there, and we will catch all of you on the next episode. Later. See ya, everybody. Bye. Deuces. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com What's up, everyone? Project Atachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. 
Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.